The weirdest person I've met in online dating. The weirdest conversation so far is this chick who, her profile was so weird that I wanted to see if she'd talk to me. It was like, hey comrade, down with capitalism, destroy the systems. I, like, I, I'm not describing it well, but it, it just came across as, I fucking hate everything, everything sucks, all people suck, life sucks, everything should be destroyed. I'm like, oh, it seems like a lovely person. <laughs> Let's see what they have to say. <laughs> I did end up talking to them. The only thing they said to me, like the first thing they said is, have you ever heard of, oh no, what do you think of MAFs? And I was like, what the fuck is an MAFS? And so I googled it, and it's married at first sight. And I was like, this chick is crazy. And I, I said to her, I didn't know what it was, googled it, but it sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> and you never responded to me, so I don't know. Guys, it's a TV show? Really? Then Google lied to me. What is M-A-F-S? Married at first sight, it's a Channel 9 show? Oh. Still seems fucking stupid. I stand by my assessment. I only took a glance at it. I thought it was a thing where people literally met and got married and see saw how it went. But if it's a TV show, I mean, it's a little less stupid, but still quite stupid to me. Why all YouTubers want to make music? What do I think of YouTubers making music? Music is the most rewatchable thing on YouTube. When we talk about videos that get the most views, we usually just exclude music because you can't compete with music. It doesn't matter how rewatchable a video is, a song is just much more rewatchable. Like if you, if you have the talent for music and you already have an audience, making music is just a good idea. Speedruns that teach you more about the game. They need a category which is just collect all the weapons from around the map at least once. Like having side categories that taught you about the game would be cool. Like I should do the peyote plants run, not because it's like likely an amazing run or something, but because I have no idea where the peyote plants are. I've used one like once, you know? Or Matt, you could just like for fun use the peyote plants. Fun? Who needs it? Come on. If there isn't an arbitrary timer next to what I'm doing, is it even worth doing? Think about it. Come on now. Are music reaction videos justifiable? Someone asked, what do I think of reactions to music? Because it, you know, spreads the song and gets it in other people's playlists and stuff. The problem with reactions to music is the reaction itself is a substitute for the, for wherever else you can listen to the song. You've got the entirety of the original work, potentially, in your video, and a person can just go back and listen to it there as much as they want, potentially bypassing any paid option or whatever that might exist for it, or, um, you won't get any, they won't get any money on Spotify and stuff, even though it's fractions of a cent or whatever. It, it does reduce the revenue of creators or music labels. I would argue that I think Obviously, the odds of a person just listening to it over and over again on YouTube as opposed to Spotify is very low. And I think the songs and the artists benefit more from the publicity given if a big content creator listens to a song, then they lose out, I mean. Generating sales of uh, merch or um, tickets for concerts. Potentially, this person would like that one song and go and, you know, go on Spotify and listen to, like, the, the entire album kind of thing. But obviously... Music labels disagree. Maybe they don't like the precedence of 
you know, if we let this guy listen to an entire song for the purposes of a review, then the next time they want to use a song in a movie, they're going to be like, well, you let this guy use the song entirely. As in, I don't think a review of a song is necessarily a bad thing. It just depends on how it's done, I suppose. Like, you know my stance on reaction channels, right? If the main focus of your content is reacting to shit, I, I, I don't think you should be a content creator, and I don't think you should be making a, a, a living doing that. There should be some creative output that you're putting into these platforms. It, it shouldn't just be you responding to other people's creative work. And the reactions that are justifiable to me are those that uh, don't incorporate the entirety of the original work. We've talked about this endlessly, but th there's two separate questions. You know, whether I believe it should be done or whether I, I think it hurts music labels. And I don't think people reacting to songs hurts music labels or artists or whatever, you know. Is Critical Reaction Channel? Reactions I've seen from Critical tend to not use the entirety of what he's reacting to. And it doesn't seem as though reaction content is the primary part of his content. He does it enough that it is a part of his content, like a consistent part. But I've never seen him just flat re-upload another video and like grunt during it. The, the last one I saw was mainly focused on him making jokes or m making statements in regards to the content. And the content that was shown was required for his statements to make sense. Whether that would be legal, I don't think it would. Well, that's a bit more debatable. But considering he's not showing the entirety of the work, you can argue there's still value left in the original. Not the best kind of reaction that exists, but something that I don't consider egregious that you're going to see me throwing a stink about it which isn't something I do in general. If you recall, the main reason I threw uh, a stink about Asmongold was not necessarily his reaction, but when he made a video, or like he spoke on stream, uh, and misrepresented fair use law, used terrible logic to justify his reactions, and he made a tweet saying that, don't worry guys, gonna bring forth some of that good reaction stuff that you like, and that was just too much for me. Like keep in mind, I like Asmongold. Seems like an interesting fellow. Not that I agree with everything he's said and done, obviously, but that, <laughs> why, why is that uh, clarification necessary? Because that's, that's never the case with anyone, but it's one thing to do something potentially wrong. It's another to misrepresent things in an attempt to justify this to your audience. I ever use my chaos content to an insane degree. I find a comment there from someone in chat funny. My chaos content, because I'm now making it into clips, basically, it goes live on Twitch, then that same content goes live on YouTube as a, you know, a raw video, and then it gets edited into highlights and goes live on YouTube again. And then eons later, it is now being made into clips for the Clips channel. So the same scene can be shown on Twitch, then YouTube, then YouTube, then YouTube again. This is 10,000 IQ reusing of content right here. <laughs> Why I explain strats live instead of recording voiceovers. Uh, it doesn't feel as uh, in the moment real, you know? The over, uh, voiceovers given after the fact seem so out of place and intrusive. Like the only thing that you want to use out of, out of desperation, like you have no choice, you know? The explanation done in the moment just seems more legitimate. It's also less work <laughs> the second time around. But I may as well just have a go at it now, and then if I fuck up, do it better next time. Also, there's always new people in chat, so the explanations given now do benefit the new people in chat. I don't think it annoys my current viewership enough 
Uh, like, I don't think there's any downside in it, you know? GTA 6 needs more destructible stuff. I really hope Rockstar puts in more destructible stuff in GTA 6. It'd be nice to see some destruction on this building because of the tank shots, you know? Or at the very least, destructible trees. Rockstar. Watchdogs had that. If that's not in GTA 6, I'll be really surprised. You know what probably limited Rockstar putting in more destructible stuff? Just the 360 PlayStation 3 thing, right? Because I think being destroyed, so many pixels on screen and stuff, the earlier hardware probably couldn't handle it. I wouldn't be surprised if there was more destructible stuff in the beginning, they just kept rolling it back because it was just something not super necessary for the game to run. The strategy of printing money and having stimulus checks during a crisis. Have you seen the M1 money chart? The USA is printing insane amounts of money. The economy is going to crash. I, I don't think the, uh, they are printing enough money to devalue the currency to the extent it would cause a crash. There have been indications that the American economy has not been doing well for quite a while. And there have been people saying doom and gloom stuff for quite a while as well. I'm not educated enough in it, but I, I don't believe it's the printing of money that's America's problem. Like, you have to print a damn lot of money to destabilize a currency, especially a currency is uh, relied upon as the US. Relied upon? It is. The US dollar is still the international currency for trade. Many countries who have weaker currencies uh, keep US currency in, in stock as reserve. Those who have international investments keep US currency. It's relied upon by other countries, as Proggy says. I mean, certainly um, China wants to become that, and, and there's advantages to this kind of demand with the currency. I, I, I'm not educated enough in it, but, but certainly the US currency has been the kind of international trade currency for, for a very long time. Like when we talk about the strength of my currency in my country, we don't talk about the euro all that much, or the pound, we talk about the US currency. In part because I'm paid by an American company, I think of everything in US dollars. I sometimes have to clarify when I'm talking about Australian dollars of my own currency. If they print money over and over again, they end up with bread cost $100. Hypothetically speaking, to halve the value of your currency, you have to print as much currency as exists. It's not entirely true, because demand can change, but just, just on, on a base level, that, that's what you would expect. For, 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 bread, for bread to go from, what would bread be, $2 to $100, assuming people have the same demand for the currency or whatever. You're talking about like f printing 50 times the amount of currency that exists. That just, that just doesn't happen. Like, the, what, what I'm saying is, you, you print money usually in response to problems. And printing money can help you fix your economic problems. That those who have had collapsing economies have also printed money doesn't mean that printing money will collapse your economy. Governments print money all the fucking time, strategically. And this can be good monetary policy. Uh, to put it another way, people who die are often wearing shoes, but just because they're wearing shoes, just because you're wearing shoes doesn't mean you're gonna die. The act of printing money is not in of itself reason to believe an economy is gonna crash. The value of the dollar is dying too quickly for my comfort at least. Like, there, there is value in having a currency that is weaker because it inspires um, international investment. It inspires your population to spend the currency at home as opposed to abroad 
Like, I, I, I'm fairly certain it is bad to have your currency to be too va uh, valued, right? But you also don't want it to be too weak. I don't know what the... Because I don't know enough. I, I don't know what the best middle ground is. But, like, I'm, I'm sure in hard economic times, governments will occasionally intentionally devalue their currency. Too often in inspire tourism in the country because other countries' uh, cu currency goes further. To inspire foreign investment. It was one of the downsides of joining the EU for countries because they can't control the value of their currency in that way. So they can't perform these kind of corrections. That, I believe that was what they, they said about Greece. Where Greece couldn't make these kind of monetary decisions themselves. And, and so their problems were exacerbated. Whether Greece ultimately... Their problems made worse or better on the whole because of joining the EU. I'm, I'm not sure. I bet it, it, like it, it's, it's more complicated than, oh my god, the government's printing money, we're all doomed. The, the American government, to my knowledge, has been printing trillions of dollars for eons. You can't solve all your problems printing money? Of course not. No. It's just one strategy that I, I believe works in some situations and just exacerbates problems in others. Like, because uh, that's uh, Venezuela's two problems, where they mismanaged their their oil then there was the crash in terms of the value of oil which was they were dependent upon for a lot of their uh, social programs and then they tried to print their way out of their problems and that didn't help it just exacerbated the problem just massively devalued the currency stick with psychology matt i mean if you if you want to write something flummox i'll read it man what what, what problem do you have with anything that i've said they mean making false claims according to who flummox and I don't think that had anything to do with even a single word that I said at any point. I honestly don't like the stimulus checks since we just end up paying it back in taxes. In the short term, the people who pay for it are those who have money in bank accounts. Because their currency is devalued. Like the American government already owes, what, $23 trillion or something? Do I think injecting $1.9 trillion into the economy is a good idea? To my understanding, the American economy is about $20 trillion a year? Uh, 28, 28 trillion in debt. The economy is 20 trillion or something, right? Where did the idea of a stimulus come from? Stimulus has been used by endless countries in, in relation to um, economic downturn. It's, it's a very common tactic. It was used in Australia and praised worldwide. It was the reason why Australia um, largely avoided any economic downfall from the uh, 2008 financial crisis. As a country, we held up the best. Because we had an in injection into our, into the economy. But uh, there were certainly criticisms of it and people who have bleaker views of that. But the consensus seems to be that it did quite well. Debt is a farce. Um, it depends on who you talk to, how much you should be concerned about debt. Obviously, the American government has astronomically more in terms of assets than it has debt, right? The, the American government has assets to the tune of tens, potentially hundreds of trillions of dollars. Well, for like you wouldn't want to sell the assets, if that's even legal to do in the Constitution, I'm not sure. But making, like, oil that's out in the middle of the ocean that America technically controls, like, selling that to someone is not something that you probably can do. Like I'm saying, if America tomorrow had no other desire than to pay off its debts, it could do it easily. It's just, you would end up hurting your economy in the long term. Could you be selling off assets that, that bring in you revenue. You spend more money when your economy is down and reduce the spending once the economy spins back up. Yeah, but as often is criticized, governments don't seem to like to reduce their spending when things are going well. Yeah, as, as, as Vice says, in terms of international relations, debt is obviously quite useful as well. 
countries that are interdependent for having a stable economy are, are less likely to have war breakout. Do you really think that the money people spend on their stimulus checks all goes into small businesses to help them? From what I understand, that was the reason they did it in the first place. It doesn't matter where the money goes, as long as it goes back into the economy. All of it doesn't have to go into small businesses. Some of it certainly will. All it does is just, it's just meant to spur on economic activity. So, so for, for example, if, if, you, if you do a round of stimulus, but the, the country is convinced that they're on the brink of a downturn, a further downturn or economic turmoil or whatever, everyone would put that money in their bank accounts and, and do nothing with it. Like you won't actually inspire the kind of economic activity that you want to have. Like you, you, you don't just need people to have money, you need to have people to have confidence that they can spend that money and they don't need to save it for a rainy day. I, I don't know. What is, what is the current outlook for the average American? Are they confident or do they have the belief that the, the economy is going to keep ticking along? I'm not, I'm not an economist. I, I, I can only regurgitate back to you what I have been told by people more knowledgeable than me. And, and, and give my reasons as to why I, I seem to accept what, the, what they're saying is likely true. Engaging in a, a stimulus for the economy has been used by many countries when there is an economic downturn. And I know for a fact it has worked sometimes. Is it America's best move? I don't know. I, I have no idea how I would write physical policy for a country that large. But, but, but the idea of it has been tested and has worked in some situations. Printing money has been done and has worked. Stimulus checks for 300 million people is different to a smaller country? No, it's not. So there, there's always this argument where it is bigger, therefore different. You, you have to make an argument why that is. If I give cake to 10 people and I give cake to 20 people, it's the same process. You, you have to explain why something that for a smaller number works, but why it doesn't work for a larger number. You can't just say bigger, therefore different, therefore does not work. You, you get this argument so often, and you, you poke people on it, and they have no idea what the fuck that, to say. It bigger, therefore different, girl. It's like they're saying, this, this won't work. Sure, it worked for the guy with blue socks, but doesn't, it won't work for the guy with green socks. And it's like, why? It's like, because blue is different from green. Terrible analogy? No, it's a perfect analogy. The analogy was to communicate how two things that are different doesn't necessarily mean that they differ in a way that actually matters. That was the analogy. Therefore, it is a perfect analogy for that purpose. You could say that the the situation he gave doesn't apply to my ana analogy, but the analogy is perfect to communicate the thing that I want to communicate. What you're saying is, it's a good analogy, but it's not applicable. Very different. And I would have disagreed. At the end of the day, America is just a bunch of small regions that you call states that are similar in terms of the differences between from countries that happen to border each other. All the states differ in terms of their problems, what they focus on and whatnot. Last one's on the stimulus checks. I can't wrap my head around how that would make people more confident in our economy. COVID was already a huge issue and giving back the money we already spent in taxes doesn't help. So stimulus checks aren't designed to increase people's confidence in the economy. I have no idea if the existence of stimulus checks reduces people's confidence in the economy. I have, I've never seen any evidence of that. It could be, that could be true. People might go, oh man, they're throwing out stimulus checks. We must be really fucked. But I, I don't think the average person thinks about things to that degree. I'm, I'm not sure. It's just meant to spur on econo economic activity to keep things roughly as they are, to prevent things from being destabilized, uh, waiting for the, like things to in, in the economy once again start ticking on back to normal. It's uh, so people don't go get thrown out. It's like like it's a prevent knock-on effect. So example, people can't pay their rents, so uh, to, to their landlords, their landlords can't pay their mortgages, so the banks 
have to repossess a bunch of houses. A bunch of houses go back on the market. It, de it destabilizes the housing market. And, and, and the banks can't pay the money that they owe and, and, and da da da. And, and so you have certain areas of the economy that just collapse because there isn't this this constant in injection of capital that used to be there. Because people, people make plans with the assumption that things will stay roughly as they were previously. And, and the idea of stimulus is to put money back into the economy to keep things roughly as they were before, to uh, give time uh, for things to naturally actually heal back to the way they were before, you know? Whether stimulus this far along after things occurred will achieve that effect or just alleviate some degree of suffering that has already been experienced, I don't know. But, but as a, the, the motivation for it is sound to me as a layman. Whether it's it, 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 it's going to have the effect that they want or whether it was the best solution in this case, I don't know. Because I, I just don't know enough. But this has worked in other cases, in other countries. And I exist in a country where it, it uh, ostensibly works. You would just have to, have to see. And certainly from a political capital standpoint, it was something that was supported by the overwhelming majority of the population, regardless of, of, of what actually motivates their support of it. Um, so from a political standpoint, you can understand why the people in, in, in Congress would, would want to do it. At the end of the day, chat, I cannot explain to you like I'm, I'm, I'm not an economist. All I can say to you is what I've heard and why I believe that this is most likely true compared to other things that I've heard. I can only do that. And if you've heard other things that suggest to you that something else is true, then all power to you. Especially on these issues where I in no way am communicating like some sort of absolute certainty or, or uh, a great degree of expertise. I don't blame you for having a different opinion. There's benefits in both a stronger and weaker currency depending upon the situation needed. For Asian countries, having a weaker currency helps the millions of people who work abroad. Having a strong currency elsewhere inspires people to move in and work. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.